mumtomillionaire.com. Excel in business and life. B A Go Getter. Hey, it's Vina V and welcome to Mum to Millionaire. This is episode 42 and it's a really special episode today. I don't know if you can hear the background noise, but we are at something called Mum Entrepreneur's Tea. Um, we're embarking right now. Like I'm going back to my roots embarking and I've got the most beautiful lady. Like She looks amazing for someone that has a 15-month-old, a five-year-old. She's three years into her business. This is Jessica from Pop Up Africa. Thanks for the introduction, Vina, and you look brilliant yourself. She's actually lying. <laughs> she just has to say that because I'm stood right here. Um, but I want to firstly say to anyone that has ever emailed me, and especially Jessica emailed me, I think it, Jessica, let's be honest, was it about six months ago? December. I emailed Vina in December, guys. <laughs> and now I finally got back to her. But I didn't actually get that. Let me explain what's going on. So Jessica emailed me to come on the podcast. And I think I actually checked her out. Yeah, she's so cool. But you know, what, when you're a mum and you have so much to do and you have so many different emails accounts. And I actually thought I had replied, but you've re- I replied in my head. I didn't actually reply to Jessica. Um, but then I saw this brilliant event that was happening in Barking. Uh, mums are coming together. There was a fantastic panel. And I thought, I've got to go. Then I saw Jessica's name. I was like, hold on for a second. I was like, I've just remembered that. I don't think I actually emailed Jessica. So that brings us to today. And I was like, Jessica, I am interviewing you. I've brought my podcast equipment. Um, yeah, so we're now here together. Yes. I think it's fate. And I'm happy this is... <laughs> I'm not joking. I think this is fate. Like, you were supposed to be on the Mum to Millionaire podcast. So if you don't know, my name's Vina V. I'm an online entrepreneur, the founder of Mum to Millionaire. And I just love helping you become creative and confident on YouTube. And Jessica, explain to me, your business is three years old now. What exactly do you do? So we run pop-up, African-inspired pop-up events. Um, Anything from a food and drink market to um, a craft fair, um, Africa at Spitalfields is our biggest event. It was our founding event and it's basically like a big African-inspired festival. Stallholders sell anything from clothes to skincare products to African street food. And it's kind of a day where um, startup companies can come, have a store, have a platform to sell their products and to network um, without having to fork out on buying a shop or having having to spend money on a temporary store. Um, so, yeah, that's Pop-Up Africa in a nutshell shell we pop up across London (laughs) and I love that and I think for a lot of mums I think a lot of people think it's easy let me just have my own shop let me just do this so for you was pop-up Africa a way of kind of having that shop vibe and would you like if a mum does want to start their own business and have it like I don't know like a store would you advise them to start off with having a pop-up and actually explain what a pop-up is in case people don't know. So a pop-up is like a temporary setup. You you go in, you're there with your product, with your brand for my events are typically a day to three days, but it could be as long as you want it to be. Um, And I definitely think pop-ups are the way forward for startups and for mums in particular, because it's an opportunity to kind of get out of the house, get off of the internet where you might be selling your products already and kind of meet with customers face to face get them to try your products and give you feedback directly there and then Um, make new sales that you might not necessarily have done 
being in the house um, and it's also a way of testing the market as well okay does this product work does this price range work um, without spending too much money yourself what is that actual first step because it sounds amazing what you do like you've got a pop-up you can kind of am I right in thinking that you know if there was like a market you could kind of just set up and if there's an event maybe if someone wants to hire you for a wedding you can go there and have your pop-up stall but if someone's listening right now and they think oh this sounds cool like I could sell my clothes or maybe they've just launched their own makeup line or maybe they sell fairy cakes I mean, what is the first step in having a pop-up? Do you also need, I don't know, is there some, like, certificate you need or...? It's quite straightforward. If you're selling hot food, it's it's a bit different. You need um, a health and safety certificate. You need um, a, a letter of registering with your local council, that sort of thing. Those those sorts of things, Pop-Up Africa, are there to help you through the paperwork. So that's that would be the first step. If you're kind of stuck on what to do and what paperwork you would need, you can come to us and we can go through the paperwork process with you for food stalls. Any other product... You don't have to have any paperwork. You just have your product, have your marketing um, material, maybe flyers or a banner, and just turn up at the event. Wow. (laughs) Sounds quite simple. (laughs) So I sell my own range of tripods, the YT Club tripods. So if I literally wanted to go to, like, we're embarking right now in East London. If I wanted to go to the market, could I literally just set up and be like, hey, everyone, here's my... If you're going to pop up under an event, so um, for example, if you were going to come to Africa at Spitalfields, we already have um, public liability insurance. So that insurance covers every other stallholder under the event. So if you're attaching yourself to an event, you might not even need public liability insurance. But if you were to go through an existing market, maybe like Barking Market, there might be um insurance that you'd need um to cover yourself i don't know if it's tripods if someone tripped over or (laughs) (laughs) something like that i break one of my tripods i'll be like what are you doing (laughs) but other than that you don't need anything and it's just so simple this sounds like such a i've never thought about pop-ups ever it sounds like such a fun idea let me ask you though when you first started it was it hard like popping up at places or i mean do you have to be ruthless if you're selling you're selling like food and lots of other things is it like i mean the same with any business you do have to work hard and hustle i mean what challenges did you face at the beginning i I mean and even now i think to start off with the challenge was convincing people that it was an event worth popping up at um, I think there's various pop-ups across London but it was kind of convincing stallholders why come and pop up at our event and I think the way I overcame that was just by making sure that the event was worthwhile for the stallholders so I don't just go to any old venue I make sure I choose locations where the footfall is going to be there um, so that they have the best opportunity to make a sale or to speak to people about their product Um, I think another challenge would be understanding the paperwork as well for myself Um, it was an area that I'd never worked in before so if Spitalfield said to me can you give us a risk assessment I'm like yeah yeah sure and I had to go home what is a risk assessment (laughs) and google risk assessment and get a template from there um but i think what's helped me through all of that is just believing in the product or believing in what i have as in in terms of the pop-up events i think pop-ups are needed across london we've seen an increase of pop-ups i mean box park Mm -hmm. is um one of 
a big one that everybody knows now. Um, and I think we've peaked entrepreneurs being younger, with um, less, you know, when you're starting out, you have less um, disposable income. Yeah. Um, I think pop-ups are the go-to for a lot of startups. This will sound like I'm just like thinking, you know, when your ideas like dun, 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 pop up, pop up, pop up. Um, I'm, I'm so glad also you touched on believing in yourself. And I really also want to emphasize this in every podcast we do here at Mum to Millionaire is, did you ever have any particular time when you're like, oh my God, is this going to work? And how do you stop that negative feeling? Because sometimes I do like, oh, hold on, am I doing this for a reason? Like, and, but then I think as soon as I think about my purpose and why I'm doing everything... I, I was like, what's going on? I was like, something just dropped on your head. What is going on here? We're going to die. No, let's not say that. Um, so, yeah, have you ever, do you ever have those feelings? And how do you kind of suppress them? Yeah, I think definitely if you're in business, there will be times when you're like, why am I doing this? Is it worth continuing? But I think, I just think back to when I started and I've put in so much hard work into my business. And there are times when, yeah, I feel like, why am I doing this? But there are also times when I get amazing feedback I get people saying you know thank you so much for running your event to the level that you do it at because it's really helped me grow my business um, I've had stallholders who have had a stall and gone on to sell their products in Tesco and Asda so I really think it's a testament to the work that I'm doing um, and that keeps me going so that the good testimonies and the hard work just yeah. keeps me going I just think I've put in so much hard work now there's no point in stopping exactly Jessica <laughs> she's never gonna give up let's I'm gonna give Jessica a high five because she's keeps going that's that's amazing though and I mean okay if someone's coming to pop-up Africa or any other kind of uh, place where they can you know show off their products again for someone listening right now what are your tips for them? I mean, because I'm guessing there's going to be loads of stool holders. So how can someone stand out? I mean, are you allowed to play music? Are you allowed to? I mean, what is kind of the etiquette in a way? But also, how can someone just really show people? Because I've been to so many events where, you know, you kind of walk around and you go. So how, I mean, what have you seen that's work that some of your pop-up owners do to really get attention from potential customers? I think... The ones that do the that sell the most and that do really well at our events, they have the people selling the products have a large, like a loud character. Uh, they're passionate about their product and it shows. They'll tell you everything that you need to know about the product. They're happy to be there. Um, and I think, yeah, music adds, it draws people in, it creates a vibe around your store. Um, but I think a lot of it is to do with the person selling. You can't be there and not look like you're happy to be there. <laughs> you have to be happy, you have to be excited about what it is that you're selling and you have to be knowledgeable about what you're selling too. So yeah. for example, people selling skincare products, they know what benefits their product has for people. So it kind of draws people in and they think, okay, this product is good for eczema. Um, and they're able to talk about it. And from there, people kind of understand the product and yeah. want to buy it. What would you say to a mum that is like, okay, I'm, I am passionate about a product. Yeah. Like, obviously, I love my product. But someone who's not, like, I'm actually not a naturally confident person. I just pretend. I'm like, Vina, be confident. Come on, you can do this. But for some people who can't even fake yeah. being confident, 
what tips do you have for them? I mean, should they maybe think about, even for a pop-up, maybe hiring someone, even if it's maybe a, a friend yeah. or someone that's used the product? How can... Because I'm just really aware that a lot of mums still... I mean, I suffered from, like, not being confident at all after I had my son. Um, do you have any tips for people that are feeling like that? Yeah, like you said, I think it would be worth... Em- hiring someone for the day even if you're not paying them a friend or family member who's quite confident but you also need to be there to learn as well I think pop-up pop-up events are an opportunity for you to go out there and practice and learn speak to push yourself beyond your um, comfort zone as well try and like set yourself a target and say I'm going to speak to the first three people that come to my store and I think from the first three people you start to build up confidence and you realize actually I know what I'm talking about and it starts to show yes I love that I love that I think we should all set a little goal actually that's really good like the first three people it's like a you know when you play those games when you're drunk which were many many years ago when I had no child um but you know when you're like get the first three people that come through the door that's a really good tip actually I really like that um I want to ask you more now kind of about your business how have you built it up how have you branded yourself and in in terms of general marketing like how do people find out about you again I think a lot of people including my myself with me selling the tripods I've realized that when I literally do no marketing like no social media I'm like oh there's no sales as soon as I start marketing then the sales come in that that's just me proving to myself that you have to actually market your product because no one's gonna know about you um so how have you done that have you had a particular strategy and any tips for anyone that is selling a product or maybe even a service what could they do to really get noticed Social media has been my go-to. That was my first point of trying to get myself out there. Obviously created a Facebook page, um, Instagram, Twitter. And I think creating a network for yourself as well. So um, other people with similar interests, linking them in, and then you tap into their network and it grows like that. Um, So definitely social media. I think word of mouth as well. Mm -hmm. Another reason I think we've grown um since 2013 is that we try and get out to as many events as possible um you can you can reach so many people by using social media but it's also nice to get out there and speak to people um know what's going on in the industry and if something comes up they'll think of you because they've met you um and also it helps with social media as well because they'll see your name come up and they'll be like oh I've met her before you know so I think definitely social media but also face-to-face networking Mm -hmm. where you can um tapping into other people's networks so if you can sponsor an event um that will get your name out there as well okay and here at mum to millionaire we like to be brutally like honest like I'm not going to say to you yes go on Facebook and your business will be amazing so I want to ask you, Jessica, in terms of Facebook, like Facebook is not my friend at the moment. I post, I do all the stuff Facebook ex- experts say. I post on there consistently. I put co- good content and still I get like two likes on a, on a you know, a, a really good bit of content. I'm not complaining. I know what Facebook are doing. But in, in terms of you, I mean, has Facebook actually worked or do you go down the route of paying for the Facebook ads? I think to generate awareness about our events, I definitely do go down the route of Facebook ads but also but to get stalls in terms of finding stall holders um i don't i wouldn't necessarily say that it's our facebook ad that attracts our stall holders um in the past i've done things like find groups 
so maybe like a craft I love crafts group Mm -hmm. and then looked through the group Uh and thought ah this person might be interested and actually sent them a direct mail Um, so I think you have to be quite smart about how you use Facebook Mm -hmm. and when you um, decide to pay for ads or if there are other ways that you could go about attracting traffic and followers I'm really glad you've mentioned that actually because also let me also say about Facebook even though if you're like me and only like two three people are liking your posts still also think a lot of my friends do this they won't like my post but they've seen it and then a week later they'll be like oh I saw that on Facebook I'm like that's "Mm, that's funny you've never liked that blimmin post so I think with Facebook I, even if Facebook's not working for you in inverted commas, like it's not for me, still think, I think of Facebook as brand awareness. So even if no one's engaging in the post, I know a certain amount of people have seen it. Um, and in terms of what Jessica said as well, in terms of the groups, I think groups are powerful because when I was trying to get word out about my tripods, I went into a, I think it was like a blogging group and I got about 10 customers from that blogging group by giving them a discount. Um, so do you have any any other little things you do on Facebook because a lot of people don't mention that so I'm really glad you've said I actually go into the Facebook group and direct message people maybe don't do it to too many people because they'll be like who is this woman like you don't want Facebook to like ban your account but um I know obviously you're not spamming people you are genuinely seeing if they have an interest for what you do um like you said posting in groups groups are really effective now because I think when you post in a group it's open and people get a notification that yeah. someone has posted in yeah. the group and you tend to click on it and have a look at what they've posted um but I think no I think that's about it with Facebook yeah. in terms of your do you do anything specifically on Twitter or Instagram at the moment is it just posting more about your company do you I don't know anything you try and relate to your yeah, I try to um put as much different like a variation of different things that I post anything that's kind of not just about our events but also relating to the events so anything that would encourage startups um like inspirational quotes um things that are related because our, our events are African inspired things yeah. are re- that are related to Africa so like African travel um African news what's going on in in Africa and in yeah. the diaspora as well um so that's good as well. You're just thinking rather than being kind of focused just on we do this. You were like, hold on for a second. We're about promoting Africa as well. So let's, you know, that's good. You're thinking outside the box and to make your content varied at the same time. Okay. I need to talk to you about this, Jessica. Like you have a 15 month old and you like look amazing. I look like I had been dragged through a hedge. I swear. (laughs) You haven't got makeup on. You're naturally beautiful. (laughs) Um, But seriously, like I look rubbish for like years. Like even now, sometimes I'm at home. I'm like, look at yourself in the mirror. Like, what are you doing to yourself? Um, Like, how are you managing a five year old, a 15 month old and your business at the same time? Um, and also, I mean, what are your kind of productivity tips for mums listening? Because um, sometimes I can't remember that stage of my life when you've got a, a child that was so young. How so young? How are you managing all of it? I think I set myself goals for the day, and the goals involve everything. So before I leave um, leave the office in the evening, I'm like, right, when I get home. I need to send emails to storeholders. I need to bath Noah. I need to do... <laughs> oh, yes, don't forget the child. <laughs> so I, I, set, I do 
write a lot of to-do lists. A lot of people to-do lists don't work for them, but to-do lists really, really do work for me because otherwise I, I tend to procrastinate a lot. And if I haven't got it all written down on paper, I'd be sitting around faffing about, <laughs> like, what am I supposed to be doing? And I wouldn't get anything done. So to-do lists really do yeah. work for me. I think, I know you just said they don't work for some people, but yeah. I truly believe that everyone should do a to-do I list because, so. Jessica, she just said it, like, the one day I don't make a to-do list, I sit on my computer and I actually know I have 500 yeah. things to do, but I sit there and I'm like, oh, let me just watch this YouTube video. But in my head, I'm like, well, this is also research, but I actually don't need to watch that YouTube yeah, video true. then. So I think even though you said people don't need to do it, I believe, like, yeah. do it. Yeah, if you don't, and I don't know about you, Jessica, but I do a to-do list the night before. Yeah. So before I go to sleep, I'm right, right, okay, tomorrow yeah. I need to do X, Y, and Z. Being a mum as well, yeah. sometimes, like, the school might have called me. I might have not, I might have been unrealistic and set about five things to do I always drag that thing from that day to the next day is that the kind of stuff you do as well in terms of your to-do list yeah I would say definitely make your to-do list realistic don't give yourself like a hundred tasks that you know you're not going to do because um, I think it kind of sets you back and it makes it even worse so set yourself day-to-day -day realistic goals of what do I want to achieve today and I think that really really does help Jessica, it has been amazing having you on the podcast. Thank you so much for coming on. Can you quickly say to everyone, what is your website address and how can we find out more about you? So the website address is www.popupafrica.com um, and you can find more out more about us on Instagram at popupafrica, Twitter at Africa at Spitalfields and our Facebook page is Africa at Spitalfields. I, I hope you're excited now, like I am, about pop-ups. Like seriously, I'm like, yeah, let's all do a pop-up. Um, don't obviously be like me and be like, yeah, let's just do a pop-up for the sake of it. If you really think it's going to benefit you, then do it. I'm sure Jessica would love to help some of you as well. And listen back to this episode to get some tips. All of Jessica's links, if you missed any of that, will be on mumtomillionaire.com forward slash episode 42. Um, do you want to, do you have any inspiration quotes you can leave us with okay I'll give you one Jessica <laughs> Jessica Jessica was gonna say what I'd say is take action today yes. not tomorrow because if Jessica didn't take action on her idea she wouldn't be sat here right now that's true yeah <laughs> thank you so much for coming on the show Jessica thank and make sure you do go to the website mumtomillionaire.com forward slash episode 42 mumtomillionaire.com excel in business and life be a go getter Oh yes, what a brilliant event that was. A massive congratulations to Kemi and Jessica for putting on a fabulous event in East London, especially for mumpreneurs. And one thing I really want to emphasise is that we all need to get out. <laughs> like, I had so much fun at this event that I went to. Um... And it just made me think like we need to start going to more networking events, especially events like this are for mums. Usually I can't go to networking events if they're in the weekday, if they're in the evening. Some of them are early in the morning at eight o'clock. But I think if we all get together and start putting on more events like this, it will be so beneficial. Kemi put on the mum entrepreneurs tea it was on a Saturday afternoon in East London it was from like one till four in the afternoon perfect timing 
There was even a place where you could drop your kids. It was just really well organized. So that's really inspired me, actually. Like, I would love to put on an event, like a mum to millionaire networking event. Um, Hopefully, that's something I can definitely do in the future. That's just what I wanted to say to you quickly is like, it's all amazing that we can work from home, build our businesses, build our brands, get on social media, do our YouTube stuff. But nothing will ever beat that human interaction. So try and make it a goal of yours, even if it's just going to one networking event, like once a month. Like I know a lot of people try and go once a week, but like as a busy mum, like that is not possible for me. But I'm going to try my best to go to one a month, especially daytime ones. And it's just great to meet people. So I really hope you try and do the same as well. Don't forget, if you do want to start building your brand on YouTube, you're going to need your YT Club tripod. Oh yes, that's one of my other businesses. I sell really high quality accessories for people who want to start making YouTube videos, start um, putting themselves on Periscope, Facebook Live, you are going to need a really good tripod. So make sure you go and um, get yours. All the links are over on the Mum to Millionaire website, mumtomillionaire.com. I'm also relaunching my YouTube course in the next few weeks. So make sure you check that out as well. And I'm just basically here to help you become more confident and creative with using video and with using YouTube very quickly as well. If you head over to my YouTube channel, just type in the word Vina V to YouTube and oh, you're going to love it. I was at YouTube HQ in London for two days. I was there for an intensive boot camp, learning all about how I can build my own YouTube channel. I just had so much fun. You can watch my video and yeah, you will just get so many great tips from YouTubers. Like there was one girl there who had like a hundred thousand subscribers to her YouTube channel. So I got some great tips from her. That's all in the video. Again, just search for my name, Vina V on YouTube, and that should pop up there first. So whatever you're doing, remember, have fun, stay productive, stay happy, and remember, take action today, not tomorrow. I'm not just saying that for the fun of it. I really want you to take action today. Stop messing around. Stop the excuses. I know it's difficult to run a business, to try and start a business and raise your children at the same time, but you can do it. Loads of mums have done it, and so can you. I will see you next week. Lots of love. Bye.